Hello, and welcome to episode 14 of the Low Key Podcast. Today we talk to Patrick Lively of Anthem Brewing Company. So join us as we talk about beer, beer, and wait for it, even more beer. (laughs) So guys, hear the story of Anthem Brewing, and let's get ready It's nice, it's easy, it's low-key. Let's get this started. Hey guys, and welcome to the Low-Key Podcast. I am here with... Anthem Brewing Company's own um, Patrick Lively. Yes. How are you doing today? Doing pretty well. I love the setup in here. We're actually in the brewery, and it smells fantastic in here. Yeah, so we, we kind of have a open floor plan. Nice. As it were, with our tap room here, it kind of flows right into the brew house and into our cellar and packaging area as well. That's sweet. I love because it's cool to just like be able to see everything go on. For sure. And that's what I love about breweries or like stepping into a brewery. Right. Um, I recently heard or saw on Instagram that you guys went to the Great American Beer Festival. Yeah, so we just got back yesterday from that. Uh, you know, it's always a good time. Yeah, what, what were you guys doing there? Or- yeah, so we poured at the festival Thursday night, Friday night, and then Saturday day and Saturday night. And um, we spent some time to. We took some time to spend with our friends in the industry at Avery Brewing Company and Odell Brewing Company, and just, you know, it's a good time to kind of get together with other brewers and, and kind of talk about what's going on, and uh, definitely can be a very good learning experience. Yeah. Are you, you guys are connected to Avery in some no, way, or are you just, just friends? friends, yeah. That's awesome. I love their stuff, too, as well. Yeah, they do a lot of great stuff. Yeah, I just recently saw them in Boulder. Like, That's right, uh, yeah. because yeah, I, I went to their tap house fantastic place. yeah absolutely so um can you tell us a little bit about what anthem is yes yeah, so we're uh you know just a small brewery here in oklahoma city um you know we're very dedicated to our craft you know quality is always at the forefront of anything that we do uh and then you know um we have a strong commitment to our community most of us are from oklahoma city born and raised and uh, or oklahoma in general and so we want to you know make sure that we're doing right by our community and um, definitely have high involvement and lots of things there as well so yeah that's really cool have you have you always lived in Oklahoma City or yeah I mean just a couple periods outside of college where I lived a couple other places but I I was born in Oklahoma City and uh, so for most of my 32 years I've lived here okay cool how um, how long have you guys been around We've been around uh, in some form since 2012. Um, we launched with one brand back then, and we were brewing out of a uh, sort of a co-op brewing facility where several other brands, and uh, that facility actually was hit by a tornado in May of 2013. Wow. So that put us out of the market until we were able to get this facility online, which was about April of 2014, so almost a full year. Uh, we didn't have any beer in the market, uh, and then we were able to relaunch then, and... Uh, you know, it's been going pretty strong since then. Yeah, were you were you pretty close to that tornado accident, or were you out of the area? Yeah, we were just... out of the area. It was at, it was on a Friday night, like 
Um, you know, the building was empty. So oh, okay, that's that's good. What what started your journey into the building up of Anthem, and can you tell us the um, when you decided that I'm going to start a brewery? Well, so I guess what should be said is that I didn't start Anthem, that it was okay. started by two other guys, and I actually was working at another local brewery okay. um, at the time, and they needed some help with their production, uh, and so they hired me um, almost two years ago to the date. Um, and then uh, one of the founders stepped away at the beginning of 2015, and they asked me to step in and um, sort of take over as figurehead and, and run the company, so... Okay, very cool. What what makes you so passionate about beer, and why why did you choose to be in the craft beer industry? Well, I think there's sort of you know any sort of iteration of there's a there's sort of a quote out there. Hunter S. Thompson, I think, is the one who made it um, most prevalent. But you know, uh, good people drink good beer, or good beer brings good people together, or you know, yeah. Primarily, what we're doing is a social endeavor. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, we get to be involved in our community in a very unique way. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, if like our product can be something that people gather around um, and spend time with people they care about, uh, I think that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah, that is a very cool thing. Can you can you take us through what the brewing process is, and do you have any like different brewing processes than than other beer companies? Or you know, the funny thing about making beer is that it's been pretty much made the same way for like 800 900 years yeah. you know <laughs> uh obviously uh, at the same time you go into a brewery into another brewery and no one brewery does everything the same way mm-hmm. um but yeah so beer you know fundamentally is four ingredients it's uh, malted barley water uh hops and yeast um and so we start with the malted barley and uh we'll mix that with hot water around 170 degrees looking for a mixed temperature of about 152 degrees yeah. uh, to get uh, to activate these enzymes that then begin to convert the starches to sugars um, once that process has been completed um, we're able to remove that liquid from the grain uh, and put it into a kettle where we'll boil it the boiling process uh, is a lot of sort of intricate chemistry that goes in what happens during the boil but primarily what we're looking for is a sanitization process and also um, you know uh, we'll add hops and any other sort of specialty ingredients then yeah Um, and then we'll transfer it to a fermenter where we'll add the yeast and uh, the yeast will consume the sugars and that's what will produce the alcohol and and, Mm. uh, then we'll uh, carbonate it and package it and hopefully it's ready to be enjoyed yeah do you know what um, what made them the other the other guys that started it? What made them decide um, with coming up with the name of Anthem? Well, I think you know Anthem, you know, an Anthem is typically someone's song, you know, a national anthem or whatever, you know. And um, we definitely believe our beers are creative output to the world, you know. So uh, uh, very much so, Anthem's beer is its anthem. So it's kind of play on that. Cool. Speaking of names, where, where is it? Is it difficult um, to come up with names for your drinks, or where do, where do you guys come up with those? I don't know that it's difficult to come up with names as much as it's difficult to come up with a name that someone hasn't already used. Yeah. 
Uh, so one of the big sort of hurdles in the craft beer industry right now is there are so many breweries and so many brands that um, you know we're getting into some trade trademark issues with other brands, not us personally, but that's what we're seeing in the industry. And um, yeah. you know, I, I suppose at some point there's going to be a breaking point. I just don't know when that'll be. Yeah, because I, I like I like uh, the Oro. How do you say it? Ouroboros. Yeah. yeah, that's one of your guys' beer, and I think that's pretty unique and really cool. Yeah. So what funny thing about that is that we spell that with a U. There's an alternate spelling with an O. And the alternate spelling with an O has been used already, so like... That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. So you guys have four core, core drinks. Can you... We actually have five now. Five now? Yeah. So we have Golden One, IPA, Orboros, Arjuna, and then we just recently added OK Pills to our oh, year-round nice. offerings. Can you, can you describe um, the five drinks? Yeah, so Golden One's a Belgian Blonde. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. You're getting a little bit of clove, a little bit of banana, some very typical Belgian characteristics. Uh, and this should finish really clean and smooth. Uh, it comes in about 7%. Uh, yeah. But definitely doesn't drink like 7%. Uh, Arshana is a Belgian bit. We brew it with coriander and chamomile and sweet orange peel, so you kind of have a spice effect there. About, Sounds good. Uh, 6% alcohol. Um, you know, great summer beer. Uh, if you love chamomile, this is definitely uh, the beer for you. Ouroboros is our stout. It's about 8.5% alcohol. Um, we use a Belgian yeast on it, uh, and then uh, we actually age it on American oak spirals for wow. two weeks. That's cool. Uh, the reason we do that is to kind of meld the flavor. So we get a little bit of vanilla from the oak, but then also, like, take away some of the harshness from the... the um, darker malt, so it's a little more chocolatey and maybe a little less coffee mm-hmm. uh, in flavor profile. Uh, our IPA is uh, about six and a half percent. It's 84 IBUs. We use Columbus, Amarillo, Citra, and Mosaic hops in it, so it's very floral. Um, you know, definitely has some uh, citrus fruit characters to the, fl- to the flavor, but uh, should finish fairly clean. Was designed to be an IPA that you could drink more than one of. Yeah. Um, and then OK Pills, which is our newest one, is a Pilsner. It's 5.5%, and it's just an everyday drinking beer. You know, it's uh, nice, clean, crisp. Uh, definitely can, you know, session it, um, take it to the lake, hot weather, you know, all that stuff uh, was kind of the intent behind that beer. Yeah, it's really cool. In your, in your personal opinion, what's the difference between a stout, a Belgian white, and an IPA? What's the difference? Yeah, in your personal opinion. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously flavor. There's drastically different flavors there. Yeah. Uh, IPA is going to be a little more bitter, more hot forward. Uh, definitely some of those more citrus characters, whereas, like, the Belgian white is going to have more clove and coriander and uh, some sweeter tastes. And then the stout, you know, you're going to have your darker flavors, coffee, chocolate, maybe caramel. Um, so, so you know, the unique thing about beer as a beverage is the, the range of flavors that we encompass and things we call beer is very wide. Yeah. So. Yeah, it is very wide. What, what type of beer or just any kind of beer do you, do you um, prefer? You know, I think at this point, sort of uh, in my beer journey, I kind of am just for quality. Anything that, that represents hard work and... 
uh, attention to detail. Um, I've gone through phases with different styles at different points in my life, but I'd say now, like, you know, I just want a beer that I look and go, man, it looks really well made. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's seasonally stuff. Uh, like right now, I drink a lot of Oktoberfest because it's October and you can't get those other times, and I think those beers are fantastic and great yeah, to drink. So. I love Oktoberfest beers. They're so good. What was your... Do you remember, like, your first beer drink ever and can you can you describe like what it what it was like and stuff like that well uh, you know <laughs> i guess at the, the sake of incriminating myself i assume probably the first beer i ever had was like a natty light or something like that okay <laughs> i may or may have been not graduated high school yet <laughs> uh, <laughs> so i i mean i don't remember it being a very pleasant experience but, yeah you know is there is there like what what was like Better question. What was your first craft beer? First craft beer, I think, you know, like, one of the first beers that I can remember, like, where I kind of recognized it as craft was probably a Dogfish Head 90-minute IPA. Okay. Wow. Uh, I think by that point I had been kind of getting into drinking some Belgian beers and some European stuff. Okay. Uh, and I'm sure that I'd probably had American craft here or there. Mm-hmm. Um but the first time I kind of remember having the realization that there was this whole segment of beer called craft beer uh, that, you know, these guys were doing these really flavorful, cool beers was probably with Dogfish at 90 minutes. Yeah, Dogfish is good. When do you, when do you think, like, this whole craft beer um, trend kind of started on? Well, you know, obviously, you, got your, you know, we have some craft breweries that are eclipsing 30 years now, you know, some of the bigger guys... You know, and there definitely was, like, kind of a boom and a bust in the 90s. Um, but, yeah, you know, so it's kind of hard to pinpoint a single time because there's so many producers and so many of yeah. them have come about in the last six years. Uh, at the same time, we have some, you know, very strong leaders in our industry that have been around for multiple decades. So, mm-hmm. you know, if someone were to tell me it was in the 80s, I would say, okay. If someone were to tell me it was in the 2000s, <laughs> I'd say, okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I guess it, it kind of depends on, on your perspective and what you're looking for. That's true. That's very true. What's You guys do a seasonal barrel thing. Um, what's that about? Well, so we have a barrel aging program. Uh, you know, another way for us to exercise our creativity. And so we actually have a little over 200 barrels in circulation. Uh, we have primarily whiskey, bourbon barrels, and then we've got some wine barrels, and then some tequila barrels, and we've had rum in the past. Um... You know, and that's just another way for us to begin to cultivate flavor in our product. Um, lots of times we'll, those beers will be a little higher in alcohol to sort of withstand the aging process. Um, and then, you know, they'll pick up flavors from the oak, but then they will also pick up flavors from what was left, in, you know, what was in the barrel previously. So it's another way that we can introduce flavors and, and create a unique product. Yeah, it's very cool. What, um... What made you decide, or what, what do you think the other guys made them decide Oklahoma City over other cities? I think they're from Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, the unique part about a brewery is, like I said before, your, the ability to interact with your community. And, um, you know, I think everyone that has been a part of this company and continues to be a part of this company are people that really care about Oklahoma and Oklahoma City in particular. So Yeah, it's very cool. Where... Um, where do you think the craft beer industry is kind of heading, or just the beer industry? 
<laughs> no, you know, it's, that's obviously a pretty hot topic. You know, there's some people think that we're headed for another bust. Uh, you know, what I tend to tell people that are, are thinking about it, opening up a brewery is like, as long as you make, as long as your product is good, you stand behind your product and you treat your customers well, then I think you'll be fine, you know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, there, there are going to be hurdles for our industry. Um, like I talked about, some of the trademark issues and some stuff like that. Uh, you know, we'll see. I don't, I don't, I don't think anyone knows. But right now, it seems like more and more people are coming around to the craft side. We're still, um, you know, the craft beer segment of the of the beer world is still growing. And yeah, um, I, I don't know that I see a complete reverse back to sort of mass-produced macro beer. Yeah. Do you guys have anything seasonal right now, or? Um, we have our Oktoberfest right now, Ogletoberfest. So. And then what? What is for for Anthem? What are what are future things, and what does the future look like for Anthem? You know, we're we're really just uh, psyched that we get to make beer for a living. Um, you know, obviously we have future plans in terms of continuing to grow our brand and stuff like that. But mostly, you know, we just want to make sure that we're continuing to make great beer and that um, you know continue to be good to our customers that's cool yeah how can how can people like follow you or support you yeah so i mean one of the best ways is on social media you know facebook and then we're anthem brewing on instagram and twitter uh and then in our website's www.anthembrewing.com uh all of those places are great resources to follow along with what we're doing and then if you're in the oklahoma city area you can come out to our tap room Mm -hmm. which we're sitting in right now it's uh we're open from uh, Monday through Wednesday from 12 to 6 and then Thursday through Friday from 12 or Thursday through Saturday from 12 to 9 uh, come out and have a beer and, and maybe get on a tour we offer tours on Saturday at 2 and 4 uh, and maybe talk to a brewer lots of times our guys sit down and, and chat with That's people cool. at the bar once they're done working so what, what's your what's your favorite thing about being um, the owner of Anthem and and, and just and just doing beer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I guess there are lots there are lots of ways to think about it, but, you know, when it comes down to it, making beer is not too bad a way to make a living. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I get, I get to sort of have a group of young guys who are creative and are excited about what they do and passionate about what they do, and working with them day in and day out uh, is, is always a pleasure. Um, and then, you know, just the ability, again, to sort of connect with our community through our product. And, um, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure you could ask for much more. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. I um, want to thank you for being on. And yeah. uh, thanks for uh, giving us time and stepping out and uh, being on the Yeah, Lucky it's my podcast. pleasure, for sure. Yeah. So um, I'll see you later and talk cool. to you later. Thanks Perfect. Man. Want to thank you guys again for taking time out of your busy schedule and your busy lives for listening to the Low Key Podcast. Want to thank Anthem Brewing um, for letting us sit down and and enjoy their shop um, and drink some of their beer and enjoy their beer. I um, want to thank Patrick Lively for being on the, the podcast. Um, whenever you're in the Oklahoma City area, Go check them out. Check them out on their website. Go check out their Instagram. Follow them on Facebook. Go to Oklahoma City. Go drink a brew in their tap room. um, And go check out what what Anthem's doing. Um, 
on a day-to-day basis. But guys, if you love listening to us, share us with your friends. <laughs> Subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us reviews on iTunes as well. Write reviews. Would love to hear some feedback on what we should do, what 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 questions we should ask in uh, the interviews, or what we should ask brewers or coffee shops and whatnot. I'd love to hear back from you guys. Um, yeah, and check us out on Facebook. Go support us on Facebook. Go like us on Facebook. Go like us on Instagram. Go share us with your friends. And keep it nice. Keep it easy. Keep it low-key. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>